Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Jessica Toon. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Laura. Hey, Jessica. How are you? I'm, you know, keep it on, keep it on. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, I, I got a call on the hotline not too long ago that, that prompted this script, this topic right. that we're going to talk about today. And it was somewhat exciting because I love antitrust, but also kind of sad because hopefully by now our members should know better. But uh, <laughs> clearly there are some members that need a bit of a, of a refresher, I think. What a, what a sentence there, Laura. I love antitrust. I'll <laughs> make a, a bumper sticker for you for Christmas. I heart <laughs> antitrust. I mean, I got an A plus on my antitrust thesis that I wrote for my Ooh, track. Someone's so bragging. Someone's bragging. I, I am. Hey, I'm proud of that. <laughs> so, right. So most of you listeners will know antitrust issues well and know how to loudly disassociate yourself from conversations that may violate antitrust laws or the code of ethics. But as Laura said, we still get calls about this issue. So we thought it was a good time for a refresher. There are a number of antitrust laws at the federal level, but the main point of all of them is to stop activity that harms consumers when competitors take certain actions. The key in all antitrust cases is that it's an agreement, verbal or not, explicit, implicit, or anything in between, formal or not, between competitors to take or not take specific actions. In fact, if one competitor makes an announcement and others act based on that announcement, there can be an antitrust violation. For the purposes of antitrust, the competitors that we are concerned about are firms. So firms themselves are able to set policies that apply to all agents within the firm, including what commissions will be. What becomes an antitrust issue is when agents or brokers at different firms begin to discuss commission rates. One key thing to know about commissions is that there is no industry standard or a set commission. Every commission is a negotiation between the agent or firm and the client. You should never tell a client that, quote, everyone charges a specific commission rate or anything that implies that there is a standard rate. You should focus on your value and why you are worth a set amount. So once you've had that conversation with your client and they agree that you're worth whatever you agree to, what do you do if the amount offered in the MLS is less than that amount? Well, first thing, there's more than just antitrust laws that come into play here. The Realtor Code of Ethics Standard of Practice 1616 prohibits buyer and tenant representatives from using the terms of an offer to purchase or lease to attempt to modify the listing broker's offer of compensation, nor make the submission of an executed offer contingent on the listing broker's agreement to modify the offer of compensation. Standard of Practice 3-1 also says that realtors must ascertain any terms of compensation before beginning efforts to accept the offer of compensation. This means that before you show a property or otherwise begin cooperation, you should determine what the offer of compensation is, and if necessary, have a conversation with the listing agent. If the MLS has an amount less than what your buyer brokerage agreement says, the law doesn't stop you from calling the listing agent to say, my buyer has agreed to pay me X. Before I show this house, would your seller consider offering X commission to me if we were to submit an offer? The Code of Ethics allows brokers to agree to any change in the offer of compensation in the MLS. 
That means both up and down. So when you make that call, if the listing agent agrees, your broker would enter into an offer of compensation that is outside the MLS, similar to what would happen if you were not a member of the MLS at all. But you want to be very careful about how you handle this call. Don't take shortcuts and say things like, wow, is that really all your seller is offering? Don't they know that the standard commission is X? Or even, why would the seller offer that amount? None of us would ever work for that little. Both of these could lead to an antitrust problem since you are talking about a standard commission or that there's a minimum commission required for competing agents to show the property. If you focus on you and what your client have agreed to, there's much less of a risk of an antitrust violation. Additionally, you want to have this conversation before your client decides whether they want to write an offer on the property. Well, it may seem early or even unnecessary to have the conversation before the buyer even sees the house. Waiting until the buyer is ready to put an offer on the house to have this conversation could lead to an allegation that you have violated the code of ethics. So Jessica, let's talk about some ways that you can limit your risk. Right. So when discussing commissions with a client or prospect, focus on your value and what you bring to the table. Don't take shortcuts by saying things like, this is the standard or all agents charge this. If your buyer has agreed to pay you more than what is offered in the MLS, you can call the listing agent to see if they will increase the offer of compensation for you, but be careful of how you handle this conversation. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2020. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.